0: Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, welcome to The Sap, episode 361. As always, it is your boy, Dave Neal. How are you today? Do you have a little bit of a sugar hangover from your Halloween? Did you steal all the good treats from your kid? That's the one reason I look forward to having an empire of children I just wanna come in there dressed up as like a czar of Russia and just commandeer. Maybe I'll dress up as Bernie Sanders and whoever whichever kid gets the whichever kid's the cutest gets the best candy and then I just give it to the ugly kid. Socialism, trickle down economy. Uh, anyway, folks, how are you today? You doing well? Uh, we're excited. I feel like episode 361 is a turn, right? We did we did the Come Full Circle 360 episodes. Now, what's going to happen on episode 361? Well, we chat with a friend of ours, Alyssa Limparis. She's from the neighboring state of mine, Massachusetts. A good old-fashioned mass hole for you here today. Very sweet, uh, funny stand-up comedian. You recognize her. She was on Conan this week. She's done a ton of work. She's all over the internet. She's gone viral for her impression of her mother. You're going to love her. She's really interesting. And we talk about her long-distance relationship. We talk about how how long-distance relationships can survive and the the goals that you need to make them work. Because they can work. Um, They might not, but they can. And we also talk about when to know when to pursue your creativity to the next level. When to know to take the leap. You know my saying, the mantra, I didn't create it, but the, the mantra, the uh, leap in the net will appear. Uh, when to do that. Uh, we talk about Alyssa and her decision to move to Los Angeles after working a kind of corporate creative job and when to really invest all in yourself. So when is that move? Are you thinking about it yourself? Are you thinking about trying something new, but are you a little worried? You have a little bit of resistance, the war of art, the resistance that's within us that says, oh, life is safe right now. I have health insurance. The amount of fucked up decisions we make because you get health insurance at a company. I mean, God damn it. Why don't we all just get health insurance and then do what the fuck we want with our lives? How about that? Anyway, we talk about failure. You know, uh, by the way, this week's Patreon episode. And again, if if you guys if, if you fast forward to this part, if this means nothing to you, but if you like hearing me ramble, uh, for about an hour every week by myself, um, th- then the Patreon is for you. Uh, this week I talk about failure and how important it is, um, you know, as stepping stones, stepping stones for success. Failures, um, the bricks that you lay down on the path to success, right? You can't just get to success; it won't feel as good anyway. You need to, you need to fail upwards. You need to try the wrong thing to get to the right, right? You know what I mean? And we talk about all that, and I share some small successes that are gigantic in my world but things that might not mean anything to somebody else and we need to know what those successes are even if we don't get outside validation from the world that says oh you're doing the right thing you need to look for them you need to know when you're operating kind of in your zone when you're going down the rapids not fighting the current trying to survive you're just floating along with it So float along with your rapids, guys. It's about time. I mean, we're on the cusp of a fucking revolution, aren't we? The gig economy, the the lack of nine to five. I mean, we're coming to a place in this world and it's like, are you going to invest in yourself now or are you going to wait till it's too late? Let's do it. Yesterday would have been better, but today's better than tomorrow. Let's go, folks. Anyway, Alyssa is the perfect guest to have that reiterates that point where she's invested in herself and the ability to know that she's um, got everything she needs to succeed. And um, uh, we talk about her love languages and all the ways that she's kind of coping with loss and um, all. I mean, so it's a great episode. I'll, you'll, you're about to hear it, so I won't uh, say anything more about that. But anyway, if you do want to check out the Patreon, go to patreon.com slash this P A T R E O N dot com slash T H E S A P. And of course, all the uh, membership uh, fees and everything that goes towards that goes right back to us so we can create new content, work less of my stupid side jobs, and do things that I think are more valuable to who I am, which is um, irreverent bullshittery and maybe some self-help in there along the way. I'm not preaching from a lifeguard stand. I'm on the beach with you saying, maybe we should put some sunblock on. You know what I mean? And then maybe I run out by the time it's uh, you know time to put sunblock on Tasha's back and she gets a little bit of a burn and then I get in trouble. And then I go, next time, I'm going to put sunblock on you first. Because that's what that's what it's all about, right? Put some luck on your ladies first. Anyway, folks, episode three sixty one. Enjoy my chat with Tasha Courtney and Alyssa Limparis. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, welcome to The Sap. As always, your boy Dave Neal with Tasha Courtney and Hello. Alyssa Limparis. Hello. Thank welcome. you so much for being on the podcast. Thanks for having me. I've been, no pressure, but I've been hyping you up for several weeks, Tasha. right? Yeah. I was so excited. We met at the Rogue Island Comedy Festival in my hometown, Newport, Rhode Island. You're from, is it Seekonk, Yeah, I'm from Seekonk Mass,
1: but then I went to school in Providence, Rhode Island, so I feel very connected to Rhode Island.
0: And then you live out here in Los Angeles. exactly. So 3,500 3, miles away, here we are.
1: And not only that, but we both got tagged on Facebook from a mutual friend being like, you guys have to meet each other. And then we met even before maybe seeing the tag or something. Right.
0: I met you before. Oh, yeah.
1: That's, that's what Dave said. Yeah
0: and then and then um and so seekonk massachusetts that's home of the speedway that's where home the, of the
1: speedway that's right are
0: you, are you aware of this tasha no, tasha from kentucky she doesn't know these new england uh, things the Seaconk speedway is where you go to like drag race it's like a racetrack
2: okay we have like indie speedway
1: and like all sorts and of the them.
0: malls over there there's a lot of christmas shopping over there yes, that's like the place yes, to go
1: yes christmas tree shops route six you now, have what else uh, today, Ooh, what, Christmas tree shop. what's today
0: november 2nd tasha <laughs> starts listening by the way uh what okay so let's ask you this what what time of year should you start listening to christmas music what's the date
1: well i i like december i mean i think people are in november i what i don't like is when stations are only doing christmas and then i i feel like I'm, you gotta lose the station I, yeah you gotta lo- i i lose i like country music and i lose i think one oh five one from like here on out I think oh they, they go
0: I full think, country I think
1: they go full christmas pretty soon
0: oh no if i
1: remember from last year
0: well, I'm okay. I've I've learned to live with Black Friday starting Christmas music. Sure. I've learned to live that. But I was kind of like a December 12th, December 15th, like home stretch Christmas music. Let's go for it. Tasha starts at midnight on Halloween. You're
2: you're okay. Okay. I love Christmas music so much and I just love Christmas. Like I think it's the most wonderful season and like It only is a short window. Like, I want to get the full amount of enjoyment
1: that I can possibly have. Now, are you guys comfortable with LA Christmas? I'm still getting used to, like, it's still hard for me even to be here. I miss snow i miss cold i miss that's the only
0: part of new england you miss is I the think seasonal so. holiday is this vibe. chunk
1: i think we're in the tough chunk of you miss can't Elfond do hot sickness. you can't do
0: hot cider here
1: it's just tough yeah like literally i had
2: on a long sleeve dress this morning and, and was breaking out in a full sweat i know outside like know. it's 90 degrees it's crazy it doesn't feel like the holidays but what's good about it is that we're just a quick drive from like big bear that's you know what true. i mean and so I we know. don't have to like deal with like the gross slush you know like in yes, New England yes. or just east East coast in general like places where they have four seasons like the snow is beautiful the first time it falls and then
0: you slip on your ass at 7am yeah. trying to take up the trash and you're
2: frigid cold <laughs> all yeah, the time yeah. and like this plow truck puts that gray shit on your drive like yes. it's just it becomes ugly and gross well, one very of, quick
0: one of our loyal listeners is in Wisconsin and they've already got like six instances yeah, of snow yeah Chicago
2: week. was snowing this week Colorado yeah. too I've been seeing a lot of snow yeah no
0: we're good I mean I'm kind of
2: jealous Like I, I would jealous. love to go for like three days, and then I'll be maxed out, and then I'll feel good about that's what's fun about like going home Agreed. for the holidays. Agreed. It's like hopefully you get a little bit of snow, you get to get your fill, yes. and then that's
1: it. You go back to your beautiful weather. No, I agree. I I don't I don't think I really miss it. I think I just am glorifying it in my head. And so then when it's hot, it's like I can't believe it's November. It doesn't even feel it feels I liked even going home for the Rogue Island Festival. Oh,
0: that was great. It felt nice. Columbus Day weekend. Chill. That's a yeah, good Yeah, it was chilly. Yeah. Now, now the only way he, here's all you need to know to understand our relationship. Okay. We started dating five and a half years ago. Tasha and I agreed every year we would switch which family we went home to for Christmas. So for the last five years, we've gone to Tasha's family for Christmas. That's <laughs> all you need to know with where my balls are at in the relationship.
2: We go to his for New Year's. It's a nice tradition. We've been to
0: mine for New Year's oh, like twice.
2: classic
1: family holiday, New, New,
0: New Year's. years. <laughs> my family doesn't even drink or party. <laughs>
1: Ah uh, yes, all the all the family memories I have do vomiting. Out. Does
0: your family do like hard egg hard, hard eggnog and no, like they don't they all. don't drink?
1: My family was never a big drinking; a big eating family. But
0: because you're are they are you full Greek, Italian? Full Greek, Greek and then a little bit Italian. Oh, is oh Limparis is Greek? Oh, I'm, I'm sorry. Oh jeez. Yeah, you know, I just assume everything's Italian. Well,
1: I also I feel very I feel like I give off Italian. Yeah. Yeah. A lot of my like characters I feel have yeah. Italian so energy. So let's jump right into
0: that. Your characters. So we watched your mom character. This morning,
1: uh, Oh Thanks. So much. I haven't got
0: to that room yet. That's the funniest line because my mom lives. Oh. I, don't go in that room. There's always a room no, in the house. I'm like, room. don't. It's like, what the fuck's in that room? Just a laundry pile.
1: I know, and it's like, ne- it's never the the amount of filth I live in now. It's so crazy to think like the rooms they didn't want us to see. Yeah. Are you kidding? That's nicer. The rooms they didn't want me to see are nicer than any room. <laughs> I
0: don't open. Don't in. open that with, without me or whatever. The yeah, china, yeah, the china yeah. cabinet. Yeah. No, it's great. Was that like your first viral video? Your first video that kind of like hit because that that has millions of you on Twitter
1: yeah well you know I I worked at this company I worked at Condé Nast for a while so I made a lot of like me and this girl Emily Murnane and I was just with Andrew Daugherty who I was like he I just left him and we were a sm- very small team and we we made videos all the time so I made a we made a lot of like viral videos together as a team where I would do a lot of different characters like every type of you know person at a restaurant every type of a person shopping so I kind of learned how to edit and learned how to you know make videos there so I was used to, like I was very used to making videos and then these mom videos were the first videos I made on my own that went viral
0: now does your mom does she like them does she take pride in that she's the source of your material does she own up to that
1: <laughs> absolutely and my mom films them oh wow! yeah, yeah, yeah. so my mom <laughs> yeah you know my mom films them and she'll oh it's a Does she give you line reads? Yes. (laughs) Yes. (laughs) It's like, it's... You're doing it wrong. Yeah. No, I wouldn't say that. Come on. I'm not going to say that. Yeah. (laughs) No, but she's like... uh, It's really helpful to do it with her because she it helps it be nice to like i feel like it's when she's there oh, yeah. i'll never cross a line it's, it's like, like shit
0: talking if you should talk to someone's face it's, right. it's like um it's like a respect versus exactly. like behind their back exactly if, someone, if one of my buddies wants to make fun of me to me that's amazing but if i find it from someone else that someone's making fun of me i go why
1: oh, you just I exactly <laughs>
0: <laughs> now because your your mom impression is like um i, I heard, when i first heard i was like that's scarface. that's like a mom scar face it's, have you have you heard that before no it sounds like do you know scarface no oh that's that's who you, your mom's like you, you yeah but scarface was like a cuban immigrant and i guess as like a greek mom they, maybe there's like some i don't know there's some cross there between your moms but anyway i thought
2: scarface was italian
0: no he was a cuban immigrant
2: i'm an idiot i've I, never seen it oh yeah. you gotta you know, say hello to my little
0: friend and then you're Ooh. and then he shoots everyone right and then how it goes that's my that could mom be, yeah <laughs> <laughs> but your mom's like a domesticated version of scarface
1: Yeah. No, now, yeah.
0: So, so you move out here? No, were you were, were you working at Conde Nast in New York? Like, yeah, I was working
1: at Conde Nast, beautiful building, beautiful building. Um, yeah, I was working there, and then I moved here, like maybe six months after I left there. Or Did
0: you have to take the leap to like full create creative mm-hmm. life? Because that's a that's a that's a bridge people have to decide to cross in their lives. Yeah,
1: that was like a terrifying bridge, I would say, because I, I probably didn't have enough. I didn't. I wasn't, like, wrapped. I didn't have enough to, like, leave Condé, I don't think. But I was, like, but I knew if I didn't, like, go on my own and start making stuff that I that I probably wouldn't get to the next stage. So
0: what was the final decision to, to take? Because we, we have the saying, leap in the net will appear. It's kind of like, you don't always.
1: It. I think that's it. It's so counterintuitive, though, and it's so scary. And also, yeah, you know, my dad passed away, and he, we were very close, and he was very much like my. I feel I was, I relied on him a lot. So I, I was just talking to my mom about this yesterday. I think decisions became like extra hard for me. Like, le- like I just remember that decision feeling like, oh my god, I'm gonna like die because
0: New York to Massachusetts, that's only four hour drive. Yeah, but LA, that's a that's a bigger plan. One. Yeah, yeah,
1: exactly. So I was, yeah, I was really, I was really worried. But then I started making videos on my own, and yeah, I think that feeling of just like. Okay, I'm uh, and I uh, and once I, it's just funny, you know. I I think the second video I made, I went really viral, and that's when I ended up getting ripped. And then once I got ripped, all my reps were out here, and then it just kind of made that decision easy to be like, okay, I'll just come, I'll come move out here. Interesting. Yeah, but that the decision to leave and like. The that was yeah that was hard. So your
0: reps found you from the viral videos that you've been making.
1: In a way, yeah. I had a casting director like take me under her wing and be. She was she was really wonderful and uh, she connected me with some
0: nice. People, and yeah. I saw you did a sketch on Conan this week. Yeah, oh that's fun.
1: Amazing, congrats. Yeah. Oh,
0: thanks. Tasha, we got a celebrity here. This oh is yeah. A, yeah, yeah.
1: I did a, a diarrhea sketch. <laughs> I was like, I love poopy. <laughs> it's so funny. From
0: Condé Nast, some like <laughs> elegant magazine conglomerate exactly. to diarrhea yeah. <laughs> ah, but diarrhea. you know comedy you know cool is the enemy of funny right so like, I think you, so you can't be you, it was you, so
1: fun too i love <laughs> conan everyone there is so so nice and so deeply talented and funny i love yeah. doing stuff there
0: it's great i mean so you weren't so what were you doing at conde nest were you doing anything in the comedy field
1: yeah we were basically we i was working for this website called iris it was like a digital brand and it was all like sort of like female-run content and lauren lumsden was like she had a comedy background and she was leading us and so she was very much like you guys can do some comedy stuff if you want and me and emily murnane were both comedians and so we were like cool so we kind of had this great job where we got to just make comedy videos on a you know and get paid and get paid yeah now tell
0: me so how long have you been in la fully
1: a year and like a month
0: were you in your relation your current relationship at the time that you decided to leave oh
1: yes we've been dating we've been dating for it'll be four years and like a month wow congratulations
0: so wait that was
1: a long distance what they started started when we were both together in new york we met doing stand-up similar to maybe you guys a little bit we were like friends first and then when we were both single then we started dating yeah
0: and can I just tell you so I don't I don't know these I don't know these people, but I like them. You see a cute couple, you go, these are nice people. <laughs> but also I met you minutes before I met your boyfriend, and I'm just and this is total narcissism. But I'm thinking and, and he's like six foot six, good looking Tall, beautiful uh, man. I'm like, thinking, oh, he's gonna get jealous that she's talking to me. <laughs> Just like, no, he's not. No, he's not. But anyway, I met you guys, and then. Were
2: you wearing that mustache? Not yet. Not yet.
0: Otherwise, he would have definitely been jealous. <laughs> yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. But then, but he's then we're come, in the- he's gonna come punt when he sees oh, yeah. the video of this podcast? Oh. oh, he's gonna give you with your with your wife. <laughs> yeah. oh, he's
0: oh. gonna give you hell. <laughs> so we so so we're at the Jane Pickens Theater. It's a beautiful theater. It's you know this uh, oldest you know theater in Newport, Rhode Island, and then and then you're on stage. Wait, did I have that right? You're on stage. Yeah, you're on stage and we're on the wings and then your boyfriend's watching you and I take a photo of him watching you. Now on one side, I'm thinking this is super sweet for you. But on the other side, I'm thinking this is super creepy for him <laughs> yeah. that he's going to be like, who's this asshole taking photos of us? <laughs> but like as the boyfriend who, t- or, it, uh, you know, engaged uh, fiance who takes photos <laughs> when I, you know, of Tasha and things like that. I was like, this is a good couple photo. Like, yes. I think if it was I, very
1: sweet. It was a very sweet photo. Yeah.
0: But I'm, j- I don't know. I was <laughs> just like, it was, it was both creepy and sweet at the same time. But I kind of operate from that boundary <laughs> of creepy and sweet. And that's
1: the mustache. Yeah, that's the, yeah. <laughs> this,
0: it's, a, it's a good luck mustache too it's a this mustache is a booking machine it really is you i
1: just, i've heard that i've heard mustaches or like glasses just basically something that just makes you be like oh yeah like women have hair
0: you updo it you do it you bob it you bangs it we've got like goatees. yeah it's true
1: you really can make a
2: statement like with your hairstyle that's true or makeup even. Yeah. yeah
0: now so you so what kind of conversation happens where you be because did it did it happen where you go i'm not moving to la and then you had a thought where you go or am I, can I make this work? Did you have that conversation with him? What was the communication like?
1: I mean, I will say when I was like 18, I was like graduating, college, I had graduating high school in Rhode Island. I really wanted to move to LA then and act. And I was like very much, I really wanted to do that. And so I think for my whole life I've wanted to be in LA. And then I just ended up going to school on the East coast and then New York made sense because I got a job there and then it kind of just happened. So when I had like, my reps in LA, and the minute they were like, we want you to move out here, I I will say it was like pretty much- It was an easy decision. It was an easy decision. And like, I think what's so great about me and my boyfriend's relationship is like, we are very career focused. So I think it was like, yeah, that's what's good for your career. And like, I recognize that New York's better for his career. So it became just like, okay, we'll just, you know, make this work. But it was really hard. I remember getting that call we were in the room together and it was equal parts, like really exciting. And then also really, it was like a very- It just happened. It was like wild emotions where it was like, oh my God, this is like both the happiest day of my life in this regard and then almost the saddest day Mm -hmm. of my life in in this regard.
0: You know, but it's great for him to have his long term girlfriend move to the city that everyone ends up being in for one reason or another in the industry.
1: I think so. And I think it's, yeah, that's kind of. You're
0: not in Des Moines. Exactly.
1: Exactly. It's like he'll, and he comes out here a lot and his family's actually out here. So it's. Oh, that's good. Yeah. So we it wasn't like right i'm moving to argentina it was like well i'll probably be there anyway soon it's just not
0: now right. how do you guys separate comedy shop talk in relationship talk is there do you have to like get each other out of the zone or is it just all in entwined
1: yeah i think we talk i think it's all entwined i i think we talk a lot about comedy I guess we don't we don't sometimes, but we do talk a lot about comedy.
0: Are you more comedy or like a, a, like a, is are there serious elements to the relationship? Oh yeah, or I mean,
1: look, we started dating a, a month after my dad died, so he like was a very large part of my healing process and just dealing with trauma and like, you know, my mom was grieving and my mom lived with me in New York while we were dating. So I think because so many parts of our relationship have been like so heavy and riddled and grief and d- sadness that almost we also, then the other side is full comedy and fun and laughter. He makes me laugh so much. Oh, that's so, great. Yeah.
0: Well, cause a lot of times when comics date each other, there's there's good and bad, right? You understand what each totally. other's going through for our relationship. Tasha obviously doesn't do comedy, but she's got she's got the the um the eye for criticism that comics have. Yes. where well, she be like, "What the fuck's wrong with this thing?" You know what I mean? She's like, you're you you're, you're you're.
2: Are you saying I'm funny?
0: Yeah, you <laughs> you'll say stuff that makes no sense. Like we've been trying to kill all these flies; they're all gone now. But we had a fly trap right
2: there. I was and, wondering what that was. And we
0: have these fly rackets that we bought. Uh, and uh,
2: yeah, it's just one of those things. Dead of summer, like a lot of flies. Got in our house and it was like but a complete it nightmare. was but so i so
0: gross and it was the day i got back that all these larvae hatched yeah and, oh. they, and they, they came out of nowhere i mean we live in fucking korea town los angeles like you just there's always something but we never had this issue before but they came out of nowhere and then there was one left i walk i come home and she looks she was like dead serious she goes we got a top gun over here
2: you've <laughs> been like dive bombing me all day i'm like holding this st- stupid racket trying to get the floss. but there
0: is something about the irreverent shit that bothers both of us like we've got different ticks of like it's not necess- like it, it, that's why whenever like we'll fight over things that are stupid but i'll go okay we don't have like some some huge moral sort of issue with each other we've just got like little things that bo- both oh, set no us way. off
1: well isn't that normal no, but sometimes I think I like I remember like talking about it I was like, I feel like what, you know, you meet certain people and you're like, oh, we have the same like core like we just there are certain people you meet and you're just like, oh, we have the same. We're just like we see the world very similarly. And once you have that, then, yeah, I think you can excuse all the other little things because you're yeah. like, oh, it's so nice to share this like worldview or like it's that's because that's what loneliness is. It's like not sharing that is feeling being at a party and being yeah, like, no isolating. one here isolated. It's like that's the uh, you know is like, ah, I don't know why, but I, I don't, I, I feel so different than, I, I don't feel like I'm enjoying this the same way everyone else is. That's a really lonely feeling. I feel like I felt that a lot of my life. And then comedy, I feel like is the, I feel the opposite of that.
0: What sort of guys have you dated that you've like learned is not, does not work for you? Has there been that or was or is, God, know- it
1: feels so long ago since <laughs> you dated. Yeah. Yeah. I'm like, oh my God. Um, yeah, what, you know, I, I just, I think that, like, this is a weird, hard career, and so it's, it was always hard to date people who weren't in it, cause it was just, like, my life is very unpredictable, and, like, I'm out a lot, and I don't have a lot of stability, so anytime I dated someone who, who, who wasn't, I mean, to be fair, though, four years ago, it's, like, I was dating people before I was really, I guess, doing comedy, so.
0: But like, how does, how does your boyfriend deal with knowing you're, you know, a, for the most part a late night art form you're out at you know you do stuff at night you're in sketches where like the boundaries aren't the same of like an HR position you know what i mean it's totally. not the same as like a corporate job where like you might be in a short mo- the film with somebody where you've got to like show romantic interest or right. comics i want to be writing partners with you and all that shit does he like how does how did, does he communicate with you like if something's annoying him or mm. is he just cool
1: <laughs> yeah i mean i think because i think because he's in it too it's like you know we it goes both ways. Like he's also going to be in films where he's like, you know, he's a hunk. Someone. He's a hunk. He's 6'6". <laughs> Come on, he's tall. It's um, so
0: one thing guys are always jealous of that will never. I was telling Touches right. before that like I, I used to know all the heights of all the major, of all the NBA players because like, you, you guys are like height obsessed because like, you can be fat and still. Be like, oh, someday I'll get skinny. But you cap off at five eleven, and, and, and then, uh, even it. at <laughs> even at a, a strong five eleven, Tasha still thinks I'm like five foot nine, like she's some height queen. <laughs> And it's like I'll never be six three. We have some friends, never be six three, I'll never just I'll never I'm like and then it cause it's like a dominant thing. Like when I met when I met your boyfriend and you were on stage was when him and I were like talking for the first time and I'm like looking up to him. I'm like, even if I'm not it's like like those those like dictators, right? They'll like they'll like lower their hand when they shake another president so you, so the president looks down, then they take the photo, and then it shows the president bowing down. Oh. There's like this psychology of like Alpha, who's got the higher ground? Totally. Our dog's always trying to like be on top of all the pillows. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> like yeah. Like they're, they're just like this thing, and then you're, but your man's he's up there.
1: He's huge. He's huge. Six six. <laughs> it's like and my yeah.
0: No, but do you get so do you get jealous of of chicks that are going to be? Because I feel like I feel like when a guy's on stage doing a stand up and he's and he's and he's a very talented mm-hmm. comic, there's going to be women in the audience who are going to be melting over well, that. Well,
1: this is the thing I was talking to Luke about. Is like it's so interesting. I don't think. I think, like, like Luke, he'll get a, yeah, he'll do, stand- I think if, like, if he were single or if he does stand-up, he has a lot of, like, yeah, females who will have, like, interest in him after a show. I don't think that that's really the same for, like, me after yeah, for, up a girl. for stand-up. I don't think it's the same, like, like, oh, I didn't think she was, like, that hot but then she killed and now i want to like to i don't think it it's works like a that different
2: way. societal value so. system for men and women like I think so. for men it, it puts them in like a position of sort of like not power but yeah sort of power it's like and, yeah it like raises them on the hierarchy to be funny it's like a very valued yes uh, we talked quality about this, for um, a man
0: last episode on our halloween episode about how like men men do well out at the bars with a funny Halloween costume, right? But like men don't care if a woman's got a funny costume, right? Men, perf- men. I mean, in the for the most part, I mean, it's like that's nice that you have a sense of humor. But I'm looking at your ass. <laughs> It sounds so horrible to say, but like there's a reason they have they don't have se- se- that many sexy men's costumes. It's always like some something stupid funny. But I'm
2: always like really blown away by that. There's still people who will like openly say on the internet like I don't like women aren't funny.
1: Oh yeah, that's you so- know that's such a crazy. I think it's insecurity. I think it's that yeah, men uh, uh for men being funny is a thing they can have and they can control. So even if whatever they can, okay, I'm funny. That's the thing. And then if if women are funny, if if it's w- like. You you're taking it you're away taking from it away. them. I think so. I think so. And so even if I'm like funny on stage or something, I think in a way certain men might even be turned off by that because I'm taking away maybe their, their spotlight. Their The their, their, their their potential power. spotlight. Mm-hmm. And it's I, true. And I remember with Luke, like it was very, I remember it felt so freeing to just be like, oh, because we both have this, we just, it cancels out. And now we can just both be like, you know, humans. I'm not entertaining you. You're not entertaining me. We're just like, that's what we do, but then when we're together, we're just like together. When
0: you're touring internationally and he's your your, your strong feature act, I'll be in the wings taking creepy photos <laughs> <laughs> of like you guys. But yeah, you're you're right that like I, I don't hear from other comics ever that women aren't funny
1: no ever so
0: so i so while, while you do hear that online i do think there is a type of um internet and in, in people that don't understand comedy till they see it at the top level so like a lot of times they don't value something till it's like got some major credit attached and, and I'll, I'll be like i know a thousand comics that are way funnier than whatever you think is funny but that's just how it is you know so like i don't know i just think i think men and not
2: every person is every person's cup of tea like there are plenty of female comedians that I'm not a huge fan of but like my favorites like Ali Wong like I sob every time she has a special you know like
1: it's so good And you're so right it's a numbers game it's like yeah not every Right. It's like if not everyone is everyone's cup of tea, but if you're offered 20 cups of tea on the male side and three on the female side, and if those three don't happen to be our cup of tea and three men don't, well, now you have 17 men you think are funny yeah. and zero women. So yeah. then are like, oh, women aren't funny. It's like, no. We
0: have the benefit of yeah, like, of maybe bombing and not, not bombing because we're a guy. Right. And... um. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, no guy, no male comedian wants to follow a beast of a female comedian. You know, Deborah DiGiovanni? Uh, <laughs> it's uh, like uh, The uh, fuck, nobody's uh, going after that. No,
1: but <laughs> Deborah is the funniest person I've ever met. Or get. I. Do you feel- remember her, Tasha? Yeah.
0: <gasps> oh. She
1: <laughs> is. I. I am like blown away. She makes me cry. I mean, she makes me cry. She. We've really- been trying
0: to get on, uh, get her on our Mimosa show, and also you on our Mimosa yeah. show. You're not around for this one, yeah. right? But next one, maybe December something, you can Great, do it. Our yeah. next one's uh, November sixteenth. One of our listeners is coming to LA and getting a hotel to come watch our show. Oh my so god. It's kind of, no pressure. Yeah, well, Party. no pressure, but it's it's become a cult kind of thing. You know, you get a small, intimate audience. It's in this comedy cafe fun. that looks like um sort of the, the central perk from friends. Okay, it's fine. It's got that sort of vibe to it. 11 a.m., baby. Six uh nine liters of champagne. We mix them together and we just go after it.
1: Oh my god, funny. Yeah, Deborah is like she's just yeah, wow, she's so freaking fun. But
0: you've fun. got that, you know what I mean? You've got that like energy where you're not you're not out there just rattling off one you know what i mean there's yeah. a force to it there's a yeah. force to like um i think and i also i heard this recently someone said this about bill burr and i know tasha hates when we go like deep into comedy but this is we're talking about women as well so it <laughs> <counts>. <laughs> yeah, 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 she just hates it when we'll go like super inside baseball with it but like bill, someone mentioned how bill burr or dave chappelle told bill burr he would take longer to hit because he's kind of more of a storyteller mm-hmm. and it's a bigger thing than just like a setup and a punch and i feel like with good comedy it's like it's like building that hurricane can be harder because it's like a joey diaz is like a fucking crazy beast of a comic and like once he gets you going he ramps it up but like you can't if you were to try to like blow a torch on a set of twigs it would just blow the twigs out of the way you wouldn't light it on fire he's like perfect at like starting a fire and then fucking just burning the whole place totally, down. you know totally. and that's like something that that's just you know deborah's like that where you know She's probably the funniest comic com- that's coming out of Canada, you yeah. know, or one of them. And there's yeah. a lot of hilarious comics in Canada, but yeah. anyway. So if you had to, I was thinking about this the other day. If you had to, like, how would you sum up your dating history, but also like position in your family hierarchy? Like, 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 are you able to look back at how you got to where you are today and see what 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 your neediness is, what you need from your family, from a relationship, and all that? <sighs>
1: yeah I think so I mean I think it's very it's very I'm still dealing with this because I feel a a huge switch when my dad got sick almost like like it's almost I don't even really remember like life and who I was like before that but I never grew up needing a lot from like my boyfriends I was never really a like monogamous not monogamous but I was not I was like I would date someone for like a few months and then move like I was never someone who like always had a boyfriend for a couple of years, a couple of years, a couple of years. It was like I would date people for a few months. I would just kind of I was never But it wasn't like a major priority for you? It wasn't a major priority for me because I think I really derived a lot of like my basic needs and safety from my family, I think. So I almost probably didn't need a lot from like from like my You're not boyfriends. trying to like
2: fill a hole with think, a relationship. Like a maybe, teenage relationship.
1: Or maybe even like uh I, I almost wonder if it was like less healthy than that. I wonder if it was almost like I was, I was so like, I was guarded almost because I was like, I wasn't being vulnerable because I had everything I needed at home. So then I was able to just be like, whatever, I can be like a cool girl. I don't need anything from a relationship. Like I, whatever. And then once, you know, I was, once my dad was sick, it was like, oh no, I, of course you need to lean on someone. Like a good relationship is being like, oh, I do need this from you and you need this from me. And like, we're going to work. Yeah. Like Luke's the first person where it's like, we've had we like work through stuff whereas any other before my dad was sick it'd be like the minute something popped up i'd be like bye i yeah. don't need like because yeah
0: we've had that a lot where where it's like we've you know a lot of times we'll, if we have a fight or something touch it Tasha's tasha's i think she thinks like well i gotta move on <laughs> this is over and i'm kind of <laughs> but i've got that that codependent stick where i'm like no 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 we're going to figure this out.
2: Right. Well, I think, yeah. That's probably the reason our relationship has worked. To be honest, that's the reason like it has lasted as long as it did, because I definitely think that I'm the kind of person that's just like, okay, can't do it. And I think I always <laughs> dated other people that were like, can't, can't do, do it. it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then we just broke up. Yeah. Two
0: counter-dependence. There's no magnet there's no, there. Right. And know, you maybe you were counter dependent towards other other relationships because you had the thing that you needed to be codependent towards. So you were you you had something to lean on, and then That's it was right. taken mm-hmm. away. We've talked That's about right. this because I think with like love languages, you know, we talk about filling up your well. I think there's a collective need in the well. Are you familiar with like the love languages? Yes. So it's like there's a collective need. So like what I, what you can what I can get from my mom, I don't need from Tasha. Correct. What Tasha can give me, I can't get from my friends. And
1: I'll tell you this: what I'm really working on in therapy is, what if I could get all that from myself and then what if what if if everything I need is inside of me that's an option yeah that and I'm like uh, I don't find it it's not here but um yeah like what if I can find all that on my own so then I can have I can I can you know
0: now do you have a fear that if (laughs) I'm totally projecting here but do you have a fear that if you can find it all on your own that you won't need that you'll unravel I
1: think it will be a much healthier I think it'll be a much healthier way to have a relationship because then you're not just like, just like, I think you should, if I can like even moving to LA, it's been good. Cause I like have a life and then we can just enjoy each other right. versus like, ah, like what we needed, we need to, we yeah. need to be everything for each other.
0: You don't other. wanna you don't wanna overshadow that's the that's a hard thing with relationships is you can't have one thing be stronger than the other. You have to like be side by side. That's it. And then a lot of relationships they they're just crossing paths. So when that path is crossed, you just grow apart. Yeah. And you never want to grow apart. And if you can avoid it, I think the ways to avoid growing apart is that like just like find your value in yourself I think we both find our value within ourselves but I think also I I show my cards like way to like you know you're gonna win every fight we ever have
1: <laughs> you know it We're you about.
0: know you're gonna win every fight we ever have because you know i'm gonna try to resolve the fight more so than try to be right and i i think
2: i that's think such bullshit <laughs> that's so far from the truth more than try to be right well, you're the no, most you're, stubborn uh, unwilling to admit your mistakes person i know
0: i agree with <laughs> you and, and there <laughs> it is <You're> proving <laughs> wrong. I, agree. I agree with you <laughs> i think i mean do you find that with luke where have you guys figured out how to like um sort of like what your fighting method is and when i say fighting i mean like trying to get your points across in a respectful way but knowing that not everybody you know is ready to just sit down and have a heart to heart like some people need time or space or some people like to solve it right away
1: yeah i don't really i I, we since yeah i guess do you feel like you guys fight fair yeah i think we i think we fight fair. I probably have more of a temper i probably am i am probably more like emotional and he's well, probably the one who's more able to just be like. All right. All right. Let's see. Yeah, this I, is fine.
0: This is again, and we talk about so many gender roles that like, if you'd posted this on Facebook as a status update, I, I'd be blogged about, but I feel a <laughs> women, I mean, you have a lot of emotions. You've got, you you create children, Everyone has emotions. but women, but you, right. but like, while you have to have, you have to you be at a certain place at a certain time of the month to like procreate and have a baby. Men can just spread our seed and pop boners wherever we want. You have to be like the emotional foreplay that has to happen to get Tasha in the mood of like sedu- like everything's gotta be right the you know she's not having sex if the uh, blinds aren't positioned in the right way like you live in a very specific world whereas I don't so I've had to learn how to like cope and, and do this sign language that Tasha needs for us to coexist I think that like men have to be steadfast and like sturdy and around this, this this dancing of emotions that can happen in a relationship doesn't happen all the time again it can be flipped the other way where like a woman has to be steady if the guys like
1: right I think, I don't know if it's, yeah, I don't know if it's necessarily... Always gendered that way, but I think or you're, at all, or at all, yeah, yeah.
2: It's like everybody has emotions. Everybody brings their baggage. Everybody yeah. brings their own like upbringing, whatever that yeah. makes them who they are. But if and I we I, have to be delicate in order to get along with each other,
0: and just know so. what our triggers are. Like I know when we're traveling, I got to be the guy who likes is like takes care of the making. You know, like we're gonna be flying. I got the Uber. This because you're gonna be you're gonna be packing. Your thongs are gonna be flown everywhere. You're gonna be you're gonna be a mess. You're gonna be uh try. You know. That like I know I know where what flares your limbics. Si- we talk about flaring the limbic system. Ooh. I know what f- what flares her limbics. That's like always a nice way of being like you're being a fucking cunt, Natasha. <laughs> your limbics are flaring quite high right now. <laughs> what did you call me? <laughs> just said your limbics. They're a little all over. But then again, like if I have a show or like a big thing, and I'm just like, did did sh- you nervous energy? You just need to know to walk away. <laughs> you need right. to know to like give me my space because I'm just gonna be like ah, and it's just like. We we live in such a small, close environment that yeah. we have to know when when our emotions aren't going to like affect the others. And it's I was, like
1: a dance. It's it's yeah. like dancing. Yeah.
0: Now I got to do my ad read. Are we excited for this or oh, what? I'm I got We got a uh, Manscaped is our sponsor this week. Have you heard of Manscaped?
1: I have not. You haven't heard of Manscaped? Well, I mean, manscaping I've okay. heard of. Uh, but... Are
0: you are you a fan of manscaping?
1: Um. Yes. Like, you come like a trim from Rhode Island? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Every man in Rhode Island has better. You know manicuring of their genitalia.
0: Is, is that a Rhode Island thing that we have? I think so. Oh, I would have had no idea.
1: I think Rhode yeah, Rhode Island men are very like, yeah.
0: So Manscaped is the number one, uh, they're no- number one in men's below the belt grooming and they offer precision engineered tools for you and your man's family jewels. So they actually sent me a, a lawnmower 2.0, which is their new wireless, um, their, uh, waterproof razor. Let me tell you something. I've been buying my, um, my ball trimmers from, uh, I'll, I'll just say it TJ Maxx and whatever they sell at TJ Maxx, there's something wrong with the product.
1: 100%, 100%, yes. <laughs> I mean,
0: yeah, sure. You can get a t-shirt or whatever, but don't go there to buy whatever you're trimming your balls with. I've, I've <laughs> cut my balls before and not necessarily noticed right away and it can be a gory sight i'm, I'm not gonna lie to you it's worth spending the extra money and anyway so uh manscape they've got this special little plastic protector i used it right away it came in i charged it up no nicks no nicks on the ball sack and then you can get you know you need a full a full trim uh you know i got the irish curse all potatoes no meat you need to get as much uh illusion to the length as possible uh tmi tasha
1: She's like, TMI, no, I know that. <laughs>
0: I looked good with the man. I looked good with it. It's a product I was gonna buy before they became a sponsor and um and sent to me. So they've got they've got different products, right? They've got like this little ball lotion that refreshes you. And I'll, oh, so I got one for you. So this is called the Crop Reviver. Your man can travel from New York to L.A. He just spreads a little spray, a little Crop Reviver. It's a toner and refresher with a pH balance there for him. Oh <laughs> uh, my God! You didn't yeah, I guess you after a
2: long th- flight, that's a that's a handy thing to have. You
0: gotta I, revive yes. your crop. You gotta smell good. They have they have a uh, cologne products. Uh, they have they have all these different things, and it's like. A membership so every month they can get, give you different things um anyway if you use the code sap at manscaped.com you get 20 percent off and free shipping again that's sap that is the code at manscaped.com they were on um they were on a uh, sh- uh, shark tank oh, okay yeah just, They just these are things that men never talked about like we're, we're not we're not in this, this caveman society anymore we don't we need to look good out there you're out there running around. You're an Uber driver. You know, 16 hours a day. It's a fucking disaster out there.
1: You got your balls out all day. You're an Uber <laughs> driver. They're stuck to your side of your leg.
0: <laughs> it's all over the place. I'm using a trimmer, and I'm not gonna lie. This this TJ max trimmer that I had, you had to operate it like uh like with that like, like an
1: actual lawnmower.
0: <laughs> you had to you had to make sure you didn't touch skin because it was that like it was gonna fucking. You ever have like a you ever you ever you a ride on lawnmower and you kind of hit like a t shirt or something and it just snags the lawnmower. That's what it was doing to my balls
1: oh my god but i was like ah it's the one i have the balls feel so fragile to me i'm like if you in my head if you nick a ball, something spills out. You, you know whatever you want In my head, you can suck. rip a
0: ball sack so easily. Yeah. This dude, you you know you know the churches have that spire at the top of the gates or whatever. This dude in Newport robbed. He he tried to rob a church and jumped. He was running from the cops. Jumped over the fence and got his balls stuck on one. I'm oh! not kidding. It's a sack of organs that just hang out it's, there, and yeah, then and then they they too they hang or they're tight depending on the heat. I mean, it's a fucking. Wild system that we have, and that's the best thing that that, that they figured out over thousands of years. But anyway, so yeah, so I used to have to just kind of go over without touching anything like that game um, Operation. You remember yeah, the game Operation with the tweezers? The classic, you try to not. Very precise. You know, if you touched it, it would just trim, and I, I'm, yeah, you know, anyway, we're getting personal but I, I wanted to be really personal with this ad read because i well,
2: <laughs> like
1: below, below success. <laughs> yes, <laughs> I, I wanted to write. I was
0: like, maybe 30 minutes into uh, uh you getting to know us, it, it, we could be comfortable enough to tell you about my uh ball trimming history. But yeah. they actually say, not to, they say, you know, it's good to have a separate one for your balls rather than your face. I used it for both. No, the,
1: you used it on your face. I don't
0: see the I don't see the problem with that. I don't see the problem using face. It's got like five different trimmer sizes. Um, <laughs> Is that disgusting I to you? I
1: cannot <laughs> even because you know what this makes me think. I'm like, if you're thinking this, then my boyfriend probably thinks this, and I got razors in my shower, and I'm sure when he comes, he's doing a little tour. You with- have no idea what
0: your man's doing <laughs> no, with your bath and body no. product. You get the loofahs. You get, if you have that long loofah with the the, the rope, he's Forget used it. that. He's-, he's ridden that to <laughs> death. I'm telling you. <laughs> I didn't realize how much of a savage I was till like we would start showering together. So I have to do all because you'd be like, what the fuck? You is know what I mean? That- yeah, yeah, yeah. Anyway, so... Call to action. 20% off. Free shipping with the code SAP, sap at manscapes.com. 20% off with free shipping at manscaped.com. Let me know, by the way, if Luke didn't think I was a creepy guy. I'm
1: afraid about the, taking a, a gentle picture. Now you're sending him a ball reviver.
0: But I've always been. I think it's a good... I think it'd be good. We've never really done this, but but because, by the way, women are fucking nuts with how quickly... And precisely you ever you ever see the cartoon where Elmer Fudd's getting his head shaved at the barber shop and they've got the straight razor and they're just doing it like this. And they're they're doing it and they're just shaving willing that's how Tasha is shaving her vagina. And I feel like I'm just I'm watching this as a guy being like, How the fuck do you trust in your uh, motor skills like that?
1: Yeah, years, ten thousand hours we have. <laughs> yeah, You're we're l- experts, literally yeah.
0: a Malcolm Gladwell of your vaginas exactly. to a perfect I don't know, but I'm just watching because I'm like Jesus Christ. I mean, because I don't shavings. You know, guys don't need to shave. We don't, but like a trim's fine. You know what I mean? Well, anyway. it's true
1: because I guess we're we're getting close to the the entryway with a ball. You're kind of it's still exterior, whereas there is something I'm sure. Yeah, oh, scary itchy, to watch because we're going we're going close to. Because if yeah. you
0: balls balls they 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 can go from wrinkly. There's all there's there's this bat bat wing of sheath of skin. So you got if you wanted to shave it, you'd have to just like.
1: It out. You have to really stretch it, <laughs> guys. No, guy. Uh, if you're listening and you're not watching this, Doug just <laughs> moved his hand about a foot on his body.
2: That's a lot of extra that's skin. A, that's Wait, a lot of You ball. want to see something really gross? Yeah. Give me your arm.
1: Oh, oh, yeah. oh show.
0: Here we yeah, go. Show. Yeah, that's fine. <gasps> yeah.
2: Oh, okay. You wow. want to talk about? So that's why there's a lot of so extra a lot, skin. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He <laughs> you wasn't know, exaggerating. No, I'm just kidding. Folks, tune in. <laughs>
0: tune into the YouTube, folks. Yeah, you're
1: li- gonna wow. Here. Oh,
0: I don't know. It's fine. I mean, so, so I. So this is the guy, four years. So That's four big. years, yeah. Is he going to move out here? Or are you still...
1: Yes, I think he's next week, he's going to come here for a little bit. You know, I think it's like, I was just there every weekend for the past four weeks, pretty much for work. So luckily, it's like, we've been seeing each other uh, a lot. Since, so it's it it's been, you, you know, it's been hard, but easy enough because we've been back and forth. Do you think
0: so it would be tough to go back to living together?
1: Well, I I think it's definitely going to be like, I I think... It'll be tough in some regards, but also it's, so, it's been so tough to not have each other that I think the excitement of just, like, getting to be with each other and, like, watch TV and eat food at the end of the night and, like, not call with a three-hour difference and it's like the, the yeah. it's having a Facetime. the simple things i think we're gonna look forward to we just barely
0: like. made it six days when i was in new york or in the east coast when i was in rhode island i mean I, yes i was gone it was a tough month i was he gone was gone
1: like the whole month
0: i was gone for 10 days but you were she she it's was hard. in newport for the first like half half of that time so like yeah, we, we probably spent a total of 10 to 12 days not together which is not a lot but it was like yeah it's tough i'm over there my eyes are bleeding i'm just cr- like so exhausted i'm trying to stay awake because she's on the I know. left side and it's just yeah it's weird but i mean technology has been never been better to do long exactly. distance yeah but at least you guys have a goal towards the like end of That's the long I distance feel. so it's
1: never yeah it's never felt like when's this gonna end it's always like yeah we, eventually we will both live here
0: if you don't have goals for people listening, if you don't have goals to like live back together, you're just slowly killing your that's relationship, how I think.
1: That's how it feels. Yeah, someone told me that early on, like you just have to always have the next trip planned and you have to always know that it's going to come to an end and if oh, you have great. those things, then like psychologically you can be okay. The
0: long distance is going to come to an end. Exactly. Or the relationship. I mean, hey, like yeah, I always yeah, tell you yeah. all the time, like look, the best, I think the best healthiest thing for our relationship is to go like, look, we're not trying to grow apart we're not trying to not make it work but like i think it's a smart thing to go like we're working against um a lot of um things in society that pull people apart so it's it's good to know that like it's not easy because then you can continue to know to know that just because we got engaged i mean geez just getting engaged didn't change any of our problems
1: right you know, what
0: I mean? <laughs> yeah. you know and then it's like when you get married it, you can't become the chump who goes ah, i got her i can just be a piece of shit now like you're you're probably tasha not going to change your level of like what you need you know how you need your no, love that's well what filled.
2: everybody says it's no different it's than no dif- just yeah. dating
0: but it was fun i gotta tell you this because we haven't we haven't really talked about this we haven't had anyone on the podcast yet since we've announced our engagement. but it was pretty It was pretty fun how loving people are. I wish people were this loving normally in society. Totally. It was like your, it was like your birthday when people like message you, but times a thousand, you know,
1: I bet, I bet. And like people say that about their wedding day too, that it's just so like such a really nice feeling of love. And like you're surrounded by so many people who support and love you. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Because it's not about the, it's not about the attention. It really isn't. There's, there's comics that I feel like we get our, enough attention. That's it's
1: about
2: feeling like you're a part of a community and that all of these people love and support you. I think so. You know, these are people that like show up to let you know, like, we are a part of your family. We're yeah. going to support you. We're going to lift you up. We want you to succeed. Yes. You know? And,
1: and that's a feeling we don't get a lot. Yeah. Attention is like you can get attention in a lot of ways. Like, but that feeling of support and feeling a part of a community and loved that's like yeah comics
0: that i didn't even that i'm not even friends with uh, like i went to a, a i was on a sh- show whatever last week and this one dude jeff i'm like i don't even know him that well he's in we've always been nice to each other but he was like from across the bar he's like man congratulations like really good for you and i was like whoa like men don't we just with my close friends i get that support but men don't do that whole like personal thing you know so you don't know where you stand with other people till they're like oh man like i'm so happy for you." like really i didn't think because women women are easy i just gotta get engaged. Ah! yeah they wouldn't even yeah like i mean people the uh because we got engaged the first day the, the second day we were in thailand and i was like this is great i'm gonna use the engaged card the whole trip tell people we just got engaged and people like oh nice I'm like no, no no today they're like
1: what this is great oh my god us. so was it how did you plan it if it was front like did you
0: I didn't know if I was going to get the ring till that, like, a few days before, just because I, you know, we, like, I waited to see it, and I wanted to know if it was ready, and then I got, I finally got it, I think, the day before we left, and then I had to hide it in the podcast gear, get it through customs in China, you know, they're inspecting every little thing, and not even in, in English, and I'm, I, I can see the ring on the uh, x-ray screen, Tasha's looking right at it, doesn't see the ring there.
1: Holy shit! and then it, I hide it I did think about that aspect
0: I can't leave it in the safe because she's in charge of the safe and Tasha knows where knows yes. everything that goes in the safe so there's no putting a ring in the safe oh my so god then so then you
1: keep it on where you keep I had it
0: about a day where I just left it in my luggage in our villa <sighs> at this uh, resort
1: were you on edge all day just no
0: because I got insured oh, Okay, <laughs>
1: so I was ahead like ah oh,
0: fuck it but, I mean yeah yeah
1: yeah that,
0: which really does help your because si- I'm not oh, an totally. insurance guy I'm not on health insurance my car insurance is the, the shittiest you can. I'm not an insurance guy <laughs> I think insurance is such a scam but at that i'm like all right this you know this ring could you know you, you could just slam it in your car door you know what i mean there, you, anything could happen to I it i think
1: yeah or just yeah. robbed like, yeah
0: lost slipped off anything um or just it could just fracture i've heard of diamonds that you know they're strong but they can you know they can have faults that were anyway
1: even diamonds have bad days come on <laughs> so the
0: more i ro- the more i was like oh geez i the insurance it's actually relatively cheap for what it is and then uh so i was just like fuck it uh, we're good no one's going to rob us i mean cuz like no one know we you know whatever uh, we didn't flaunt it but then once once i proposed you to it? you
1: did, did, have you told the story yet on the podcast um,
0: yeah last episode but, okay, uh, then we don't but have to. no we, it's, it's on after. on a beach on a tiny island so it's just oh. uh, us you know oh. but control freak like she is as soon as she knew it was happening she he tries to touch me to see where the ring is and
2: <laughs> <laughs> it was just well i was not expecting it at all so as soon as like well what happened <gasps> was he turned around and his face was like ashen like he looked like really like horrible. <laughs> and um he was shaking and it's like sure was shaking. And so at first I was like what's wrong? But a half a second later I was like oh, oh my god. god. Like I know what's <laughs> happening. And then I just completely blacked out. Like I was <laughs> in such shock, but
1: Oh, <laughs> that feels like success to me.
0: I bombed the speech. It was uh, a no, rough. She, she
1: didn't remember. It was yeah, a perfect. rough. She goes,
0: "Baby, what did you say?" <laughs> <laughs> oh, you don't need to know.
1: Please. <laughs> <Eesh. laughs> Yeah, I that love tough. that, though. I think that that is so cool that f- even you guys have been dating for five years and that you still, you know, get that nervous and that you were blacked out in excitement. I think that's really cool. That makes me think, yeah, that's like. My only worry
0: is that, like, uh, her sister's getting married in about, in about a year. And, um, we
1: got to beat them to it. Well. We got to beat them to my, it. Okay, listen to this. Get this. This <laughs> you, is funny. You do not start.
0: So
2: we, you know, we just assumed like, well, we have to wait at least six months after my sister. So we're like, okay, we're looking at, you know, a year and a half at least. So we don't need to start planning anytime soon. Well, my mom takes the liberty of asking my sister if she
1: cares if we get married before her.
0: Jeannie, you're killing me, Jeannie. Yeah.
1: Yeah, because we started talking and now about Jeannie, of course, thinks you guys planted that seed in Jeannie. Oh, genie. Yeah. So I I don't Fuck know.
2: Jeannie. But I, because we want to do like a tiny, tiny destination thing. Okay. And my sister's doing like the big, big. traditional wedding in Kentucky. Okay. She still lives in Kentucky, so all of our family is there. So she just has more freedom to like yes. you know destination, do the traditional things. Destination but weddings
0: like, are like a bringer show. It, the more people you get to go, <laughs> the more free shit you get, the more <laughs> stage time you get.
2: Oh my God.
1: You know so what I mean? true. And also only the true blues are coming. Exactly. Yeah. I, 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 That's yeah. how you help keep the guest list small
2: is like we're only inviting a small number of people anyway and then hopefully you know people will be like no it's too far it's too much hassle for us whatever and that'll help keep us
0: then we'll meet people while we're in you know the cayman islands and we'll be like we're doing it at noon tomorrow come on (laughs) 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 we're a little light on the numbers with patch patchy in (laughs) for the photos but yeah we've i mean that's i'm glad we're on the same but yeah as as soon
2: as we started talking about it with the moms because they were all together recently was, yeah this is now the best they're part. all they're like emailing like resorts that we should look at like they're oh so God. into it like i think they just want to go on vacation and I that's why so. my mom's like no your sister said it's totally fine yeah, you yeah, can yeah, do it this yeah, yeah. summer <laughs> eat it
0: Jeannie. eat it let me tell you something let me give you the only advice please, i can give you Please. The only advice that we that i think we did right was we waited five weeks before I think, I think we should Six or write, seven, babe Well, let's it call it six the, the, We should call, write, write a book the, the Six Weeks And it's the six weeks Where you get to tell Your friends and family In person Before oh. you let the world know Because there is something Vacuous About the love you get online Right like There's something That's just hollow It's a hollow egg
2: Or you'll get the comment That says unfollow I got one <laughs> of those you did
0: I'm gonna follow that. Uh, yeah. I'm gonna follow him. Oh home.
2: my god! <laughs> <laughs> some people are ridiculous. But Unfollowed. that's it was a quick block. Like, yeah, who yeah, cares? Yeah, yeah, care. yeah, yeah. But
0: either, either way, Unfollowed. either way, it was. We got to. So we got to run into people in Trader Joe's and tell them. We got totally. to tell our friends. We took some. We took a bunch of videos of us telling people. We get a selfie video. I'm like, we're just gonna get. So I, we got I, to do all that. We got yeah. we got uh, 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 both of our parents knew because we told them to plan the trip. So we we planned a trip to Rhode Island the weekend before Rogue Island Comedy nice. Festival. Her parents came to Newport. We had an engagement party mm-hmm. where like almost everybody. I think everyone knew that we were engaged except for my sister and my brother. And then because people were like bringing gifts and messages like, "What the fuck's going on?" And uh, people that we need. My mom's inviting. You know, your mom's probably the same way. My mom's inviting people I don't even know. Of course, and, of course. And, and I'm like, I'm like, and they're and, like kissing you. So my sister, my sister Chase she's she goes and she's been asking us for fucking you know five years when are you get married but chase chase goes up to me she goes is this an engagement party because we haven't hit the surprise yet she goes is this is an engagement party and i go chase would i really invite these random strangers to an engagement party and she's like yeah you're right this is not an engagement." <laughs> and then we did it and then uh, we announced it and um and then we waited a few more weeks and then finally we get back to la and we We've taken a bunch of engagement and wedding photos because, as Tasha models, we've we've done right. wedding shoots and everything before. So we've got all these fake engagement photos, but with, with which we've taken with you know full teams of florists and photographers and all this shit. But we we haven't had our own. So I think it was last weekend. Was it they only last really two weekends? So we took that on a tripod.
1: I mean, those looked. The, those amazing. are selfie photos. That's the. Be- I mean, that's all. Yeah. yeah.
0: So that was nice that in the actual moment of the engagement and the photos, we kind of were just alone. Yeah. We didn't have any of the um the rigmarole because for the engagement, no one was no one was on the beach. It was a, uh, which is fine. Like do it in the restaurant, do whatever you want. How did Chelsea in um. How did they propose? Uh, they
2: sister. were in, was it Spain or Italy? They went to Italy first and it happened in Spain, right? Unless I have the two backwards, but they had a first vacation and we were all like, oh, he's definitely proposing on this vacation. Oh, you know, it's like their first big European vacation. Didn't happen. But he's in I med like school. That. So I then like after that. that didn't happen, we were all like, oh, okay, well, he's probably just waiting until he's out of med school. Like, it makes sense. Like, he's going to take his time. It's fine. But they've also been dating a long time, way longer than we have. And um, But, but then the second trip in Spain, everybody was like, well, well, we yeah, he, he would have done it the other. Yeah. I love that. And then that. he did in Spain. Smart. And uh, but it was like on a beautiful bridge with like some cathedrals or something, you know, like in the background. And he did the same thing. I think he had set up uh, a tripod That's, and said so like, like yeah. you know, um, like oh, let's just take a picture together. And then it wasn't oh. a, a f- photo; it was a video. Smart. So then she's like, huh? And I think you should video. see
0: the video of me. Hitting the record button on the tripod and looking into the lens. Because you know, how like you ever said, I look like Survivor Man. I looked fucking disheveled. It was a thousand percent humidity. I'm sweating through my linen shirt. My finger was bleeding because I just cut myself on a plant. And I'm just fucking... Not oh. an, not angry, but just the level of stress and anxiety for what's about to happen. Uh, you know what? I should release that to the Patreon. I should release I the first five <laughs> seconds. I think you should. If you're listening, just go to patreon.com slash this app. Patreon.com slash T-H-E-S-A-P. I'm, I'm always selling some shit. <laughs> I'll release for you the first 10 seconds. So what happens is I set it up. Survivor Man style, sweating the, because I just run back to the I, I just run back to the villa to Together. get the ring oh because I saw that the lighting was perfect. I was like, before breakfast, seven a.m. Before breakfast, let me go over. run back to my flip flops, get it, swat swat a spider out of my way with the uh, with this thing, uh, cut my finger, get the thing, run all the way back, sweating, 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 set it all up perfectly, ready to go, and then she's on the she's you know she's hangry she's she's ready for the it's food. Not
2: hangry, but we but, had already gotten sure. our food. Yes, it I
0: I go the energy I take to go to the bench swing. It's a bench swing on a pump tree so a leaning palm tree bench swing overlooking thailand with a big thai dock and everything set up so i the energy i take to go sit down on the bench swing i didn't account for my momentum so i hit the bench Ah. swing it's a it's a minimal it's a minimal i didn't fall all the way but it was enough to like Flare my limbic system and kind of <laughs> jolt back, and I almost went head over heels with a fucking ring in my pocket, oh going for God. it. So that yeah, those I first love
1: this level of chaos and stress. I'll
0: put the video on the Patreon because that's not shit that's I want to share with the world. That, there's something that ten seconds, five ten seconds before you know before that happens. Because I shared the post engagement video, which was nice because it was like us just coming off the bench and like that happiness. But I, I haven't shared the actual moment and i don't think it's worth sharing you know cuz it's like i'm just i was just a fucking mess man you'll never you'll never understand
1: no i'm sure i mean i i remember one valentine's day i was single in college it was like junior year i think and i was like i'm going to ask a guy on a date and i have never been so nervous it is it really <laughs> gave me a lot of respect because you have to be it's really nerve-wracking
0: now look it doesn't mean it's right when a guy gets rejected to be like well fuck you anyway you, you whore like men but like men but like the rejection you feel you feel that on the inside it's not right to say it i mean i got i've been rejected by Tasha several times before we started dating and the on the inside i'm like Ugh! but well, outside right, i was like cool almost, good you, no friends are fine your
1: the adrenaline is <laughs> so high you have to get that's what i think it is your adrenaline's up because you have to rev yourself and like you know convince yourself this is an okay thing to do So yeah, I'm sure that if you get rejected, the crash is just like...
0: And it's the most intimate thing. Your family's not rejecting you. Your friends aren't rejecting you. This is the closest... you open up your heart and then you, and then, you know, you're at a nightclub, you know, oh, I'm going to go dance with that girl. And then you look over and her friends are all doing the cutoff on the neck thing. <laughs> Every guy's had that where the friends are doing the cutoff on the neck thing. Like, don't dance with this guy. And you're like, cool, I'll go fuck myself right now. And then you walk away and that's no, it's
1: it. De- it's definitely, it, it's, it's hard. Did the guy say yes? No, the guy was in a relationship or not maybe in a, but he had just started dating someone. and I didn't know. So I, so it was like, it was a rejection, but it wasn't like, it didn't feel super personal, but it did feel hard. And then I ended up asking someone else and he said, yes, and we went out to eat. And now he's, he's getting married to one of my very good friends. Wow. wow. Yeah, we went on just like a nice date. It wasn't really like, like we were, I just remember we both were like, it was like nice. But Do your
0: friend, does your friend know that you went on a date oh, with him? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Small oh, school, that's small
1: college. Yeah. We all kind of dated the same what,
0: people. What, wait, what college were you? Middlebury.
1: Middlebury. Vermont. That is it's a really small school. Is that yeah.
0: super hippie? Yeah.
1: Uh, it's, it is in that it's in Vermont and there are a lot of hippie people, but then it's also kind of like prep, preppy, I would say Interesting. I, I learned about like Patagonia there. Yeah. Of course you have to <laughs> yes. Ben
0: and Jerry's in Patagonia. If yes. you're in Vermont, that's how far away is that from uh, Swan, uh Seacon? Okay, I keep wanting to I say, want Swan say
1: like five. It was wow. Five hours. Yeah, like five hours. Yeah.
0: New England's big, but we're, we're, we're only from half an hour away from each other. I know that's, that's like a close, close area. Yeah. How much, how much family did you, did you get to see to, 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 that came to the show that you did?
1: I've done a lot of shows in Rhode Island at this point. So I feel like some, a lot of my family has been to other shows. This show, I had like some cousins and stuff, but no, not a ton of like first.
0: Is it weird seeing, you had fans at the show with like, had like your, what, what was on their t-shirt? They, yeah,
1: they had like, uh, we found Charlene. Cause I do this like Boston character whose friend is like, her friend Charlene is like always drunk and missing. And so they said, we found <laughs> Charlene. Ah! <laughs> it was really nice. It, it was like very, I think it's a cool, it's been a cool thing. Like, you know, a lot of stand up I think is like winning, you know, a, a lot of the early years of standup is like going on stage and, and people initially not wanting to think you're funny and winning them over and like convincing them you're funny. And it's been nice. Like, you know, when I have fans at a show, there's this feeling of like, Oh, I don't have to convince them. I just get to kind of be myself. It takes so away the first away part the f- of your
0: act exactly. where you're like, uh, I need to build empathy with the audience. Correct.
1: And that, so that is, it's like, it feels like such a gift, especially from coming from like, you know, doing r- tough rooms in new york as like a young person like at 4 p.m and like yeah. basements those you know those shows you're like you're just you know the whole time praying that they
0: well, like well that's kind of like uh, to bring it full circle because we got to get out of here that's kind of like a long-term relationship you yes. don't have to you've already built the empathy you're, you're not performing to the hard new york crowds you, you're performing to a fan
1: you're performing to a fan and there's a lot of like just comfort there. Yeah.
0: I'll call Tasha a critical fan. Yes, yes, a
1: critical <laughs> She'll still yes. tell me
0: when a joke's not funny and I'll go, I'm going to work this joke out till you're wrong. Yeah. <laughs> maybe, I, maybe, I you maybe I am stubborn. Maybe I am. But yeah, that is, I mean, yeah, there is something crazy about stand up where the hardest it ever will be is getting the momentum going yep. and then as you build your fan base and build your identity, the right people will come and find you right. and then you dig harder into that specific thing have that to, you do. not
1: to convince everyone you're like okay we we all agree on that we see the world similarly and yeah it's it's
0: it's hard. comedy's hard enough that it's good if you can get 20 percent of the room on board to start totally. it's like jesus christ it's hard enough the shit that we you know perform in front of or try to do but um but do the mimosa show next time you're around and luke too next when he's around too and we'd love to have him if you guys ever want to come on the podcast together we'd love to have okay, you okay
1: great and you'll he'll be at the show and you'll go What's that great smell? Yeah. And I'll say, well, his ball sack is Have you preserved toed your crops? And, ref- <laughs> and refreshed. Yes, I yes.
0: can't help but feel like there's a pH balance to your nuts. <laughs> He's like, fucking get away! <laughs> I'm gonna make sure to give him some more <laughs> gifts. Let's man. We're gonna get Luke uh, 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 sponsored by Manscaped as well. Thank you so much for, being, for being on the podcast. Me. It was so nice to get to know you so um, on here. And here,
1: you guys are great. I'm very excited for your marriage. That, oh. I, I feel very mm-hmm. confident in it. I'm oh, very thank excited. you. We'll what invite you to you?
0: the well, destination. You can come hang out. Listen, bring your mom. Yeah, bring your mom out. <laughs> Hope you enjoyed that conversation with Alyssa and Tasha. Alyssa and Tasha and Dave, the three most basic names. <laughs> anyway, folks, go to patreon.com slash thesap, patreon.com T-H-E-S-A-P. If you want to hear additional episodes, if you like what you're hearing and you need to go, I wouldn't mind throwing a few bucks in their tip jar, some bread in the old tip jar. Then you can do that. And of course, all the patrons that we get for 2019 are going to get a Christmas gift. Plus all of our new patrons, we send them a handwritten postcard from Tasha and Dave. Isn't that special? Don't you love that? We appreciate you guys so much. So big shout out to all of our Patreon listeners and all of you guys out there. If you're not ready to listen on Patreon, that's cool. You know what you can do to help us out that's free? You enjoyed our conversation today? Maybe just screen grab whatever you're listening to right now, which is us. Screen grab it quick. Screen grab it. Good. And then uh, throw it up on your Instagram. Tag at the.sap. Tag at Tasha Courtney and at D Niels D-N-E-A-L-Z. Oh, and hey, if it's this episode, which it is, tag at Alyssa Limp. A-L-Y-S-S-A-L-I-M-P. Let her know you loved hearing about her and maybe um, she'll make a new fan. You know what I mean? Don't forget, we also created a group page for Facebook. It's called The Sap. It's a private community uh, of our loyal listeners and past podcast guests where we can all hang out, share some support and love for each other. You know, I I, I still struggle after 361 episodes to figure out what The Sap means, right? Started as You Up, became Sex Actually Podcast. Now we're kind of um, truncating it. Is that a word? Truncate? What does truncate mean? Is that a word, Tasha? Shorten? Truncate your balls with manscape talk. No, we're truncating the podcast to call call the sap. And so, what is the sap? Well, sap is sort of the lifeblood of trees, which is uh, what we um, use to live and breathe. And maybe um, maybe sap is the life force in the blood of all of us trying to be better people. Um, I don't know. Is that too spiritual? Maybe we'll figure it out. But anyway, the point of the sap group is to like you know get new people involved and have a conversation, make it less one sided because we want to hear back from you guys, what's working, what you like, and also we want you to we want other personal ways for you to be able to connect with our past guests because they're doing great work and we want you to be a part of, um, you know, when they're in town, if you want to see them perform live or all the different things that you can do. So we want a new way of course, to help promote um, and share some love. So go to the SAP on Facebook groups. That's different than the page. It's groups. Cause you put, you post something on the, on the SAP page and then Facebook fucking Mark Zuckerberg over there, you know, he's got, you know, tens of billions of dollars but you ever you post something on a Facebook page and it says, this post will perform 99% more if you pay $20. And I go, how about I fucking shove 20 bucks up your ass and it just becomes back to what it used to be, which is social media, not paying to play. So anyway, this app is a group now and you can go on there and we'll chat old school style like we, uh, like we're on AIM. AOL Instant Messenger would have killed it if we had this on AIM. So we really appreciate the support on social media because as much as I love connecting with you guys on such a personal level, the one problem with that is the rest of the world doesn't know what the fuck we're we're doing. You know what I mean? Podcasting is a great intimate medium, but because of that, we're not able to um, get the, the voice, uh, the word out as, as easily. Uh, but anyway, we appreciate your support. And of course, if you liked us, go support our sponsor this week, Manscaped. For 20% off, type in the code SAP at manscaped.com. Trim your nutsack, ladies. Trim your grundles, okay? We like doggy style, but every once in a while, there's a little uh, stray hair you didn't notice. We'll help you with that with manscapes.com, 20% off plus free shipping. (laughs) Boy, I'm getting good at this, no? Got to give myself an affirmation. Love you all. Have a great week.